You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takar Martin, counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, The Soul Ties Detox. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, encourage singles growth, and improve couple strengthening. We specialize in repairing the people that relationships broke. And this year, our goal is to see 10,000 hearts healed from toxic relationships. Join us every week on Facebook Live, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can also send your questions to Instagram at AskTheMartins and Twitter at AskTheMartins. And for more information on the 10,000 Hearts Healed Initiative, booking information, or our services, visit thesoultiesdetox.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. Today, we're talking about the five love languages. Absolutely. Now, here's what's going on. You know how we do it. We answer questions that people have sent us. And so someone sent us a question uh, last uh, last week, and they just asked, it was a simple question in, in our inbox, what do you think about the five love languages? Mm-hmm. And so we understand what they are. We've read Dr. Chapman's book. We've probably listened to the book a couple of times, too. It's one of my favorite books to give out. And we know that it's a book, and the five love languages were developed to help us uh, support and lift up relationships, bring yes. people together. However, you don't develop a love language just because you got with somebody. Your love language is something that you've always had. It's something that's been a part of you. Yeah. It's your natural core of who you are. And from what Takara and I do as we deal with healing people through broken, who were broken through broken relationships, through toxic relationships, people who've had bad divorces or, or bad breakups or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. what we have to do is not only help them heal from those soul ties and toxicity, but we also have to help them rediscover themselves yes. and as a process show them their love language so that they can protect themselves in those particular areas, they're not your they're they're not bad, but they will make you vulnerable. And so, what we've decided to do is go through all five languages, yes, and let you know what they are and what they do from a singles point of view. So we are talking to singles now. Someone did ask us to do something for couples, but uh, we and we will probably eventually, but because we are very we. We are passionate about protecting your heart. We're passionate yeah. about protecting your mind. And we're passionate about helping you protect yourself. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through these, teach you, tell you what these are really quickly. Yes. And how you can protect yourself while having these particular love languages. Now, mm-hmm. again, the love languages are receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. Last mm-hmm. week we did physical touch. Mm-hmm. And last week we did um, receiving gifts. This week we are doing acts of service. Okay. And it probably help if I get to acts of service, huh? It would help if you get to. <laughs> I just want to say hey to my other mother, Miss the Chief, High Chief Ste- Mrs. Stella O'Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to acknowledge her, and then my, I think my mom came in here for a minute too, Miss Cynthia Fitz. So uh, we are surrounded by an abundance of mothers and love here. But my my mother, the chief, absolutely of Igbo. <laughs> there you go. So what is acts of service? Acts of service is very unique. Uh, it's very unique in what it is, and it's very unique in its tender spots, and it's very unique in how it shows and demonstrates love. The lang- this language, the acts of service language, responds to affection via the sentiment of meeting someone's needs. 
and mundane, everyday, boring tasks. <laughs> I hate it when he says that, though. I'm like, now, it sounds boring, and it, it kind of is for people who don't understand this language. But people who are who's who has this language, this love language. Meeting needs are is no small thing. Right. Doing things for you is no small thing. Laundry, cooking, sweeping, Hob cleaning, uh, making beds, all those different, taking care of the kids, doing all the little things around the house is no small thing. As a matter of fact, to them, it's just as good as a kiss. It's just as good as a hug. It's just as good. Listen, you could do something very small yes. like that. That seems like a chore to you for someone whose love language is acts of service and it'll feel to them like a love letter skywritten and like <laughs> glow in the dark clouds with or a something. hot air balloon. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Now, this is very important. The best three words. Now, those of you who knows that acts of or who has acts of service as your love language, you know this. The best three words you can hear ever is I got it. Or yes. and I got you. I got it or I got you. That is, I mean, that's sexy. And it's not my core love language, but hearing, baby, I got you. I got that's you. That's sexy as a love language. I'll take care of it. Yes. I got it. Absolutely. For these people, commitment is an action word. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we just promise. It's not something that we, that we, you know, put a ring on. It's what we do. Right. And so when you're dealing with someone who whose love language is uh, acts of service, not helping them out shows them disregard and it takes, it's almost as if you're not showing them love and being lazy is plain disrespectful. L listen, listen. Lazy is a cuss word to somebody whose love language is acts of service. Let me just tell you right now. So if you are dating or con contemplating dating somebody whose love language is active service, right. be lazy and see if, if, if they will not open up the windows of heaven and kick you out. <laughs> and drop you straight from right. the top. <laughs> Choose the stairs or the stair window. It is a cuss word. But here's the thing, and, and this is, one, this is a, 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 a good time to introduce this. And what I have is called the love language law of lack. Say that five times fast. The, the love, love language, language law, law of, of lack. lack. What that means is this. We all speak all the love languages. I want you to understand that. We all speak them all. And there are two, uh, one or two preferences that we have where we just in, um, we innately speak it. We speak it subconsciously, unconsciously. We receive it. It's just yes. natural. But if we're missing something in, all, in any of the other areas, if we're missing a whole lot of it, we will almost think that that is our love language. Does right. that make sense? Absolutely. And so we will gravitate towards whatever will feed us that. Mm -hmm. um, um, and, and then uh, after we get that, we'll be like, oh, well, now that that need is met, this is what I really need. Exactly. The reason why I mention this is because acts of service is can sometimes be mistaken as the love language of the busy person. You have single moms, single dads. You have people who are burning the candles at both ends. Right. People who are in education, all the different type of things. And they really need somebody to take up the slack. And that need to take up the slack, that need for that a extra. Helpmate. Let's just yeah, be real. We that, need a helpmate. Right. That need for a helpmate. <laughs> um, you know, it makes you feel that acts of hurt service is your love language. But you got to understand um, a person who speaks uh, acts of service is not meeting a need from their perspective. Right. They are loving on you. 
Yeah. That is very important that you understand. We have to draw that dichotomy. We have to draw that difference. It's not that they're meeting a need. They loving on you through meeting small needs, big needs, or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yes. Okay. So if your love language is acts of service, let me tell you a little, a few things about you. Number one, you're gifted in nurturing. You are gifted uh, and making sure that everyone is taken care of, especially your children, because you're in love with your children, you take care of them, and you're you're meticulous with them, and and you're um, and and a mate or a significant other, you're very and family members, and right. things of that nature. You right. really take care. Of them. You'll take care of uh, your parents if they're older. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You take care of your children. You take care of your spouse. All that different type of stuff, right? But the next thing is, is that you find us. This is going to be key later on. So listen here. You find a particular fulfillment in taking care of others. Right. It's a specific fulfillment because when you do it, the thing about acts of service, you can see something get done. Mm -hmm. So while other people are checking it off, for you, it's a fulfillment. It's, it's like I, I did that exactly. and I did that for them. Right. Exactly. Okay. If your love language is acts of service. Um, you have a very busy energy. This is something we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, this is one thing that when we look and okay, look in the Bible, Luke chapter 10, uh, verses 32 to 32 on. Okay. What say? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, 32 on. Now here's the thing. Jesus is visiting Mary and Martha for the first time. Right. We're going to Mary's crib. I mean, Martha's crib. Okay. Okay. So Martha's in there. She's cooking it up. She's making it happen. And she's doing everything she can because she wants to show the master and savior her love mm -hmm. that she appreciates him visiting the crib. Right. Soon as Jesus gets in there, Mary is quickly at her feet, at, at, at Jesus's feet, just laying there chilling, not really chilling, but really taking the, his presence in. Yeah. And the first thing Martha says is like, Jesus, Lord, can you just tell her to get up and do what I'm doing? Because we got to make sure that right. you're taken care of. And Jesus says one thing. He says something in particular. He says, what she's doing is all right. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should come and get a little bit of this too. Right. Now, what do we mean by that? Martha was loving through acts of service, but there's a particular thing about being super busy in that kind of loving because you can get so busy serving everyone else, you don't get the service that you need. And that's what's going on there. And I want you to particularly remember that mental picture. Yes, ma'am. So Jesus told her to sit down somewhere. Sit down Just somewhere. sit down. Chill. Right. Take it easy. Take a load off. And even though in the moment... Um, that may seem like frustrating because we always feel like there's something that needs to be done as women, especially, but if active service is your love language, you feel like something, there's always something to be done. Then one thing that's really, really, I'm sorry, it's attractive to have a man that says, I got you to then also say, why don't you just rest? Why don't you just yeah. take a load off? Right. Why don't you just chill and just enjoy it? Now I'm going to say, Jesus' primary love language is words of affirmation. <laughs> His second one is quality time. I'm just going to put that out there and guess. Okay. I could okay. be wrong. We can, I don't we can know. work with that. But let's just say that one of his love languages is quality time. When he's sitting there and he's wanting to spend time with you, all you're doing is busy and moving around and moving around. And so Jesus says to her, sit down and spend time with me. If your love language is acts of service, 
watch out for the people in your life who are going to ask you to sit down and just chill with them. Yes. Because that's them letting you know that I got you. They may not say those words, but it's like, listen, I got you, but right now let's chill. Right. Absolutely. Now understand, this is not a couple's thing. This is a, or as far as the podcast is concerned, it's not for couples. It is for singles, but this is a specific type of love language that requires us to speak in that way because acts of service, you're so misunderstood and, and you also misunderstand. And so we have mm -hmm. to throw those in there so that you understand um, how other people see you and how you may even see yourself. Right. Absolutely. Now, the next thing about you is that you got to understand that this is weird, but it, it's, it's simple. You're pragmatic. <laughs> right. You're practical, you're regular. And that does not mean that you're you're basic, but you do basic things. You understand what I'm saying? And it fulfills you. And it fulfills you. And it's hard for people to get you cuz again, they see chores and they're checking something off the list. You see chores and you're saying, how can I love you through this? Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful in this and people who who if you know someone with acts of service and I'm just going to throw this out there for couples because I've run across couples and again just because they is acts of service is your is a love language doesn't mean that you like the supreme house manager but it does mean that you manage people manage to take care of people real well and mm -hmm. people who don't understand that they get missed mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. they feel missed and they don't they themselves don't feel fulfilled but we'll talk about that Ooh, in a little bit just wait 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 let me tell you what Kayla said um in in the in our audience here she said when I was told to go do something for myself I did for everyone else I thought I was being selfish if I wasn't serving. Kayla, mm. stay right here, honey. Some truths here are going to set you free. And we Absolutely. love you. We love that about you. And we just want you to be in a community of people that understand you and your love language. Absolutely. So acts of service, if this is your love language, what does this mean to you? Your emotions are attached to everything that you do mm -hmm. for other people. There is no um, deed too great or no deed too small. It, but you have emotions attached to it. Right. This is very good. You got to watch this. Yes. And um, this, this little thing, this really means something for you. Actions do speak louder than words. Yes. Actions speak louder. Now, actions speaks louder than words for a lot of people who have been fed a lot of words, <laughs> a lot of weak promises. But you don't understand. For a person with acts of service, actions speak louder than words because actions says, I, I love you. Actions is taken personally, specifically, internally. Yes, ma'am. So here's the thing. That, that love language law of lack, if someone is in a relationship Mm -hmm. And it's been a dead-end relationship or it's been a relationship that's been riddled with hurt and pain and lying and whatever. And their love language is words of affirmation. After a yes. while, the lack of the acts of service that that person is providing for them becomes rising up to the top to rise up to their primary love language because it's something that they're missing. They're missing that service. They're missing the actions behind those words that you have been feeding them for all that time. So that's where you've got to be really careful if you're in a position where you are tired of something over here and you begin to see acts of service as your love language and then you begin to let somebody else into your space that is giving you what you think you need and all it's doing is damaging you more. So just be careful there. Now, listen, listen, 
by the way, just a little, if you know your love language, fantastic. If you don't know your love language, after this podcast, you can click on a link in the description and that link will take you to a page that that's specifically for singles where you could begin the process of taking a test to find out what your love language is right. so that we could touch on it. The reason why is, is because I think you touched on something real important there. This, there's something that, that's very important for acts of service. If acts of service and words of affirmation are in one room and they do not know, yes. they will miss each other Yes, and they will hurt each other's feelings. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you about that in a little bit, but it's, it's, they both feel unloved that they both feel uncherished. They both feel unappreciated, right. un, unsupported, mm -hmm. un, uh, not uplifted. And it's all, all because that they have two uh, diametrically opposing uh, processes. One is words. And to them, words do mean everything. They do. But another one is action. And action speaks so loud for acts of service. Right. And that's why if someone does not understand that your love language is acts of service, they're going to look at you serving them and not appreciate it. They're going to look and say, well, shoot, all you did was put gas in the car. Ain't that what you're supposed to do? Martha, sit down. Look it. All you did was wash dishes over here. All you did was make the bed. All you did was drive the kids back and forth to school. All you did was take them to all the stuff they had to do. That's what people are supposed to do. Why do you need special appreciation for that? Right. But for you, you've poured your love into every act that you gave. And, and their appreciation is the reciprocal. And the, it's the reciprocal. All you're asking, listen, every, especially mother, I can only speak for women because that's all I know. Every woman, all she wants to know is that number one, you appreciate her service. Number two, that you are able to reciprocate it when the time being. And that sometimes means make her sit down. And you do it. You carry and it. You, you cook cater it. it to her. You do that for her. Yes, you cook for her. You go ahead and go take those kids to school that morning. I don't have to do that. Thank you, Jesus. But you <laughs> do that. That's all she's asking. And when she doesn't get that, it becomes an issue because in her mind, it's like, why can't you just see I need help? And in his mind, was like, well, shoot, this is what you do every day. What was so different about today? Absolutely. Absolutely. As well as if he's not doing it or he's not taking part in it, then she's not feeling love because she's not seen him do anything. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, singles, acts of service. How do people access you? Meaning that how are you wooed? Okay? Uh-huh. There are two ways a person who has acts of service is two ways that they're wooed. The first way that they're wooed, you, you obviously already know, you should know anyway, is that if someone does you favors, because acts of service mean something to you. Right. When you do something for someone else, that means something for you. So when you receive something or someone doing some favors for you, buying groceries, helping hang a picture on the wall. Let me tell you something. Ladies, <laughs> women, <laughs> women, acts of service, you love, uh, <laughs> you love the handyman. Yay. <laughs> I, not the man. The handyman. The handyman, not the maintenance man. <laughs> you, uh -huh. love, you love the handyman, okay? I got both. And I'm a shot. But the brothers, the men who loves acts of service, who speaks that, mm -hmm. they love the domestic goddess. Yes. They love the woman who just takes good care of them in uh -huh. the small areas of their life that they don't have to worry about nothing. Mm -hmm. It's all taken care of. Exactly. Both of these are acts of service. And both of, both of these, someone doing something for you, 
are ways to woo you. Mm -hmm. But there is a specific other way for acts of service to be wooed. And I want you to pay close attention here because this is where it gets kind of dangerous for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's allowing you to do favors for them. See, here's the thing. Doing mundane, regular, everyday stuff is mundane, regular, and everyday. Mm -hmm. It's boring. It's what you're supposed to do. Yes. However, if your love language is acts of service, I'm going to, one of the ways I can woo you, and it works, y'all, hint, hint, clue, clue, one of the ways I can woo you is say, hey, babe, why don't you do me a favor real quick? Mm -hmm. Or, hey, listen, I'm not good at this. Could you help me with this? And when you consistently do this and they do it or a person who has acts of service as a love language, uh -huh. they feed into that because this also fulfills a purpose. It's a personal fulfillment within them to do that. And they get caught. You get caught up just like that. Yes, ma'am. Just like that. So let me tell you, this is how this is how so many of us have ended up with the dude with potential. And then he ended up leaving us. After we done fixed this joker up, after we done helped him start businesses, after we done been his lover and his secretary, this is how he gets us by starting right here and then gets us to do all of these things for him and then moves on to the next chick that he appeared to have it all together for, not realizing that we did all the work to get him there. Understand, understand, understand. <laughs> The Listen. hurt that we feel after we have invested all of that, we don't care how much money it was, we don't care how much time it took us, we don't care how much time we spent away from our families, we don't care about anything that we invested. We poured that on you because we loved you, we believed in you. We were sold a bill of goods that it has happened to be a lump of coal in your potential. And all he kept doing was saying, baby, do this for me. Uh, and all I kept doing was saying, I'm for not me? good at that. Can you do this? Oh, my God. Baby, thank can you, you so do much. do this for me? Right. But he made and the thing is, though, as you were doing it, he made you feel like you owed that to him. Right? Now, now you got to understand. You got to understand it's okay. Mm -hmm. But this is your entry point. This is the entry point to you. Right. And so we're going to tell you how to protect that. But that's Sorry, good. was I going too deep? No, no, no. Just like, no, they, because I, I hear, ooh, that's me. Right. Ooh, yes. Ooh, that just happened. Right. Yep. That's Shakita. Yep. Angela, yes. Kayla. <laughs> listen, listen. <And laughs> Sharice, oh, my God. But Kenyatta. <laughs> somebody said that's my truth. Shamar. I mean, come on. You're So you're really speaking to the... You're speaking I'm to just the saying, though, the, but the reason why that hurt so bad is because you did not even acknowledge that that was us pouring our love on you. You didn't get that we were spending everything we had to make sure that you were good. You yes. didn't get that. You didn't appreciate it. And then at the end of the day, you left off and then you like, I mean, spit all over it and then gave it to somebody else. You I, gave our finished product to somebody else. Absolutely. I think the perfect... Uh, thing the perfect place to go into is how it can hurt you wait wait i just gotta share this kenyatta just said yes his vision was on my board whoa kenyatta you just oh my goodness absolutely because that's what we do we buy into your vision and it's especially dangerous to do when it's not your husband but she said his vision was on my board. This is why we deal with singles. I'm going to tell you something. Yes. Just, just, just a back room, back office thing. 
when we're counseling or cycling or moving somebody through the process of breaking a soul tie, one of the hardest things for them to do is to break that concern for doing something for that person that they're trying to break, break away from. Listen. We deal with a lot of acts of services. Yeah. Because there's a concern like, oh, they won't be able to do it themselves or or they're they're thinking like um, he has this to do today. I mean, you have the to whole calendars. You have everything just laid flat out. Mm -hmm. And that's probably one of the hardest things to do because acts of service is an activity. It's a habit. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. so you get wrapped up, and you when you're you can't sit still anyway. So when you're sitting still, there's an extra place of aloneness for you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And this you is lose how, your purpose. That's it. Oh. That's how you get hurt. Acts of service is so unique because it provides you with a way to love somebody that is also a personal fulfillment for yourself. And what ends up happening is that person becomes your purpose. And so when you lose them, you lose purpose. So it's not just you not getting enough love from them. It's not just not having somebody to love. Right. It's not having a personal fulfillment or purpose in order to operate in. And so what happens is, is you get lost. Uh-huh. And you should never be that lost as a single person. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. This is why it's so important that you get this. Okay. Now, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to read and do all this stuff at right. the same time. This is good. Y'all good. <laughs> um, Beth said women were created to help. It's easy. Yes. Yes. Beth, and, and Beth is one of our favorite people. She's one of our uh, favorite, favorite clinicians, actually, and teachers. Right. <laughs> um. That is one of the most important things. It's innate to women to be able to nurture. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of women um, even practice or operate in acts of service, even if it isn't their love language, because they're so in love. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Men do it, too, because right? we like to fix stuff. We like to tear stuff up and fix stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. But um, it's easy for a woman to want to nurture because there's a difference in fixing and nurturing. Fixing means putting something back together that was broken. Mm. Nurturing means raising something. Ugh. And so when, you, when you're in the midst of nurturing someone and nurturing something, you're looking for outcomes. So you have a vision potential for that person. So you know that by the end of, by the time you move away from them, they should be different than when they met you, when they first met you. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem when you're single and when you're with the person and they don't change and they're not different, you as a person feel like you failed. Exactly. You as a nurturer feel like you failed and it wasn't your fault. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, acts of service. All of the five love languages has what we call a perversion. Right. Now, perversions means you take something good and you twist it into something dark. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's like making it wicked. Wicked uh, is like twisting something wicker. Like, right. Like wicker, like, you, like those old wicker chairs uh -huh. back in the day. So that's what a perversion is. So what happens is... Is if a person who does acts of service is misunderstood or misunderstands themselves, they can they can convince themselves that they or be convinced that they're cold and distant. Mm. Cold and distant. Here's what we mean by that. When you're doing acts of service, 
you're loving somebody. You're right. giving it to somebody. Everything you do, from making them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. to to you know ironing their clothes for the next day, to fixing their plumbing, to replacing a light bulb, whatever the case may be, you're, that's love. Right. But for someone who doesn't understand that, mm-hmm. they see that as you being distant and cold and all you think about is checking boxes off a list. Exactly. They can only see through their own perceptions. Yes. Now, here's where that get, gets dangerous for the single person. Because a person who sees that you're like that will key in on your ability to do that. And they'll say, okay, keep that distance because I don't have to be committed. I don't have to be accountable. Mm -hmm. I can just let you keep doing these things for me. Exactly. That cold distance is what happens is you'll keep operating in love. Yes. They'll keep receiving in selfishness. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, can I, I'm going to talk to the couples real quick. Yes. Okay. I, I just just couples because you may have people who are in a relationship and may see that. Well, I, I know that this is it's a singles conversation, but I have seen couples where one is an acts of service person, and all they're trying to do is get the other person to participate, mm-hmm. and the other person who wants who 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 needs to participate, all they're trying to do is get love their own way, exactly. and they continue to miss each other, and they miss each other's moments. Mm-hmm. And and they don't realize that all they need to do is participate in the home. It's like a child saying, Mommy, Daddy, look what I did. Look at what I did. And then just to say, Oh my God, wow, you did that. That is amazing. Thank you so much. And 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 for right, right, right. For the other person and then right. the acts of service person is like, do it with me. Right. Do this with me. Or or just do it for me, just one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's very important. That that cold distance is very, very hard for you if you're dealing with acts of service as a love language because you've been told that this is who you are. You've been told that you're too busy. You've been told that you don't know how to connect with people. Mm. You've been told that you're antisocial. You've been told that you're dysfunctional. You've been told that you don't know how to focus. You've been told that you don't know how to sit down. And all you've been doing is doing your best at loving each and every person that's been in your way. Mm. So you need to understand you. And, and understanding you, you need to teach them you. Because if a person doesn't understand something, someone has as intricate and deep but appears surface Mm -hmm. as you, then they'll never be able to uh, receive the kind of love that you give them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Monica said giving it in love and receiving in selfishness. That's a powerful thought. thought. Absolutely. Man. Now, here's one more more thing I want to mention. Acts of service, people. Pull in with me here. (laughs) we're gonna talk about sex a little bit just a little bit a little bit of sex okay i like that (laughs) i'm sorry i'm be good i'm be good okay listen acts of service is your love language so when it comes to sex you are especially adept at serving and giving Mm -hmm. and you like being appreciated whether you usually whether you get anything from it or not Right. This is your way of giving. You have to be careful. Singles, I mean, okay, the disclaimer is from a Christian point of view, you shouldn't be doing it. But I know y'all, y'all I, know are y'all, grown. I, I know you grown. I know you're going to be, I'm just telling you, singles, this is the reason why acts of service, you don't want to be caught in that. Because what can happen is you could be used for sex 
and you'll never see that you're not getting anything back because you you're you're feeling you're you're feeling fulfilled because you're being appreciated. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and, and especially as women, only because again, not only just if it's your love language, but also just as a nurturer and somebody who enjoys serving in general. I, you know, acts of service is not my love language, but I love serving my husband. I love, you know, giving him all of me. And I love, you know, providing for my husband what he needs. Where we get, into, where we get into a dangerous place is that we begin to bestow that level of service on someone who is not deserving of it. When we begin to, you know, they'll be like, come on, girl, do this for me. Come on, come on, you're going to do this for me. And they make you feel like at the end of your service to them that you are going to get something that you want in return on the end. And that, that becomes a problem because all you're doing is serving them, but you're serving them hoping that there's something else on the other end. And all that's on the other end is, is them and their great release. So you have to be very careful that you do not put yourself in a position to serve that way. Um, because you just you get caught up in these relationships or fake relationships with people who have no intention of doing anything but using you for your gifts. Acts of service is a gift. It's a gift of love. And, it, and this is probably one of the most used people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm that we that we run across and so. they get run over and run down and i'm tired of it like i'm tired of people in general getting run over but i'm really tired of people in relationships that come to us and have poured out everything and only to be taken advantage of over absolutely. and over again absolutely and but the the key is is again you're getting taken advantage of but you're connected to it because there's a personal fulfillment and purpose to it absolutely okay we love making That's you why, feel good right absolutely so that, that's very important to understand. You gotta, as a person who has acts of service as a love language, that intricacy is there. Now, let's talk about something here. Let's talk about how to protect your heart. Right? Yes, absolutely. A acts of service is your love language. So, how do we protect your heart? Number one, know that acts of service is your love language. Yes. That's very important, especially for you. Um, if you don't know that acts of service is your love language, you will find yourself feeling like you don't know how to love or feeling that you're unloving because that's what's being told to you when really you're loving the most. So you have to know that this is your love language. Um, secondarily, you want to make sure that if you know that this is your love language, when you find someone who's worthy of serving, yeah. make sure that you teach them that this is your love language. That's the best service you can give them and yourself. That way you'll have someone who understands that every time you do something for them, it's in love. And every time that you need something from them, mm -hmm. it's received also as love. You got Can I go? Go, baby. Okay. You go. You about to blow up, girl. So here's, I challenge you, if you're dating, mm -hmm. if you're out there and acts of service is your love language, I want to challenge you to allow somebody to date you and just you be a little selfish for a change. Oh, yes. 
Go ahead. Challenge yourself that if you're dating, you're not doing, you're not serving in any capacity, but you are allowing yourself to be served because it's going to do one of two things. It's going to train you to recognize and respect your own boundaries, but it's also going to begin to reveal if you have somebody that is in your presence that only wants to take from you. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Train yourself. Try it. I triple double dog dare you because what will what will happen is that you'll find out that a lot of times you have begun to serve somebody with the hopes of something on the other end of that carrot and it really isn't anything at all there mm. stay sober stay woke stay vigilant and just reserve your service for someone who you will begin to date and find out that is worth it right so number I will we'll say that. Stay vigilant. That'll mm -hmm. be number two. Number three is guard your service. Mm -hmm. Listen, you can't, you in particular, specifically you, acts of service person, <laughs> you can't serve just anybody. Mm -hmm. You can't just give to just anybody because there's all, there. not always, but there's something because of how you're built, how you're wired, there's going to yes. be something attached to that emotionally. Yes. So here's what happens. When you serve, be clear who you serve and for what reason you serve in them. For example, when you serve Christ or in the church, okay? Mm -hmm. I serve Christ. That's who I serve. I serve them for spiritual upliftment and, and, and fulfillment, okay? Uh, when you serve at work, I serve work, mm -hmm. okay? And I serve them because I like and I want to excel and I might want to raise. Right. I serve my significant other. When you serve your significant other, you serve them because you love them, mm -hmm. right? Now, here's, 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 a, here's, the, here's the twist. You can serve your significant other, but you don't have to serve them because you love them. You can serve them because you feel fulfilled by serving exactly. them. Exactly. There is a particular selfishness that's in there that will get you caught up. That's how you get used. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you got to be honest with yourself about why you're doing what you're doing. So you got to be honest with yourself. If you're out there dating and you're attracted to someone and you are preparing yourself to serve them in a platonic way. Right. <laughs> and you're preparing yourself to serve them. You have to understand, okay, how, why am I, am I serving them because I love them mm -hmm. or am I serving them to feel fulfilled? That's yes. very important. I know it's redundant, but it's very important because that's where you get caught up. Yeah, really quickly, Monica said, I've recently realized that men can recognize how my talents, gifts, and abilities can benefit them. They are attracted to what I can do for them, not necessarily being attracted to me. Listen, Monica. Mm. Takara gets you, and that's sis. A, and that's a shame, Queen. Ta Takara gets you, sis. I'm right here with you. Let me tell you what I've had to learn to do, um, and I'm still learning daily. People who are in my circle will tell you today this is a very hard thing for me to do. I keep my mouth shut. People don't know what I can do. People don't know my talents. People don't know my abilities anymore. I do not openly and willingly share them to just anybody. You doggone like, right. You know, and King ain't gonna <laughs> let me no more. But because regardless of what the nature of that relationship is, people are naturally going to be attracted to that and be like, we're in a net networking and get rich and let's all get this money together society. So while on one end, somebody may be attracted to the fact that, wow, she got hustle, she can do this, she's talented, she got this. They're also thinking of then, yeah, so if I partner with her, we could get this done, do this, do this and this. Uh-uh. Keep your mouth shut. 
and recognize that the person who is going to benefit from that is not going to know anything and not going to know what hit them once you do begin to bestow those gifts on them. But I've had to learn. Absolutely. She's one of my best. Get, let me tell you something. She is one of my greatest gifts. She is the greatest. I love this one because no, 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 no. There, there are things that just from an operation, just from a functionality uh, place in our relationship, you've been, she's been able to bring things to the table that brought things out of me. Mm. There are certain things that I wouldn't be able to write or teach or instruct or even counsel if I didn't have the wherewithal or the ability to attach or, or the ability to access right. the other end of that. And so that's, as a matter of fact, just like one of the things that the uh, first things that we talked about, because we, we didn't start talking like we were instantly um, uh, attracted to each other. But one of the first things we talked about when, when uh, we talked about writing a book. Right. And everybody's, you ought to write a book. She was like, okay, I know what you can do. I say, hold that thought. You tell me, give me a list. Let yes. me do some things and I'll get back with you after I finish this list. And, and I kept touching base. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I kept touching base and making sure, hey, listen, I don't have this yet. It's on the way. I'm just letting you know where I am right now so you'll know what you're working with. And that's how you guys got to be if you're single. Guys and gals, make sure somebody is willing to tell you what you're working with. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Listen. Okay. Listen. I'm telling you, be selfish and be silent. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Takara has friends like that. And one of the biggest things I've done with her is pulled her back and said, hey, listen, you can't give them all that. Because she, yeah. what, what happens is, is that she, fit, she, she spills out some of her best ideas and it goes unheard or it goes unappreciated. And I said, you know what? Leave them to them. Yeah. You know, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Because familiarity breeds contempt. Exactly. So they're hearing you, but they're hearing you as a friend. Now, this is outside the conversation, but the idea is to understand that you can't pour into everybody. You can't give to just anybody. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. But and it's not ungodly to not give to everybody. People make you feel like you're not a Christian because you're not like volunteering your gifts and your talents on them. No, that's self-preservation. Otherwise, you well, you'll get to that later. But it's self-preservation. The word no is blessed by the Lord. And highly favored. You got to understand. It is anointed and ordained over your life. Yes, yes. To be able to say, no, I can't, I don't want to. Being real, being upfront. Yeah. This is not for me. I won't do this right now. Uh-huh. And especially in a dating situation. Now, this gets us to the next point, though. Acts of service. Mm-hmm. Guard your purpose. We mentioned this intermingling into other stuff, but I wanted to make it very clear. Acts of service can seem or feel like a purpose. So you guard your purpose because what the last thing you ever want to do uh -huh. is feel like somebody that you're dating is your purpose. And that's where a lot of us get caught up in is that we begin to do, we begin to do, and then we feel empty if we're not doing. Listen, get right, church, and let's go home. <laughs> you silly. They are not your ministry. They are not your purpose. Or your mission. They're not your ministry. You're not your commissioned mission. to them. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because then what happens is we try to, listen, you minister into somebody, then you're trying to save them, then you're trying to marry them. By then, honestly, Ooh. you've lost their respect. Yes. When you pour all of that into somebody, 
And I mean, these are very few uh, stories where this has not been the case. But when you bestow and you pour all of that into somebody, you're now trying to save them. You're trying to do all this for them. You're trying to do that for them. They don't see you as anything other than a surrogate, a parent. They don't see you as a mate at that point. Yes. You are losing their respect. And it becomes very hard for them to see you in any other capacity other than what you've poured on them for all that time. And so it's not just, oh, my God, hold back. No, be selfish. Do you, boo, do you? No. This is about making sure that you don't find yourself pigeonholed in a situation where somebody sees you as their sugar daddy or their sugar mama. Listen, imagine a mother who mothers you but does not hold you accountable. That's what they're looking for. Right. Someone to take care of you where you don't have to take care back. Mm -hmm. No reciprocal. Mm -hmm. Okay. The last place I want you guys to look, the last tip I'm going to give you for acts of service to guard your heart. While we want you to lay back and receive, limit the services that you do receive. Remember, right. you understand acts of service as love as well. So you've got to limit the kinds of service that you receive for three reasons, really. The first reason is because someone could be doing something for you, but their intent is just to do something for you, and you could be receiving it as a come on or, a, or an attraction. <laughs> and, and there's nothing more embarrassing than to think somebody like you when they don't. The second thing is, is that you could get roped into somebody who is using it just to, just to woo you, like we talked about mm -hmm. earlier. And the third place is, is that if you don't limit mm -hmm. what you receive, you will, you will not draw the proper boundaries. For instance, if you're dating somebody, they shouldn't be running, picking up your kids. They shouldn't be taking care of stuff in the home. I'm not talking about repairs or little stuff like that. Or Even that. No. But you, but you got to be careful because you'll let them in your home and you'll start dealing with them as they are a part of the home. <laughs> Listen, I was dating somebody for a very short period of time. And when I did not realize this stuff right here, I allowed them to help me get my car fixed. I had an issue with my car. I allowed them to help me get my car fixed. Joker messed up my life and my credit. Okay? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you do not want to allow yourself to be in that situation. They may have Absolutely. the best intentions, but your responsibility is to protect yourself and to protect your heart. So it's like, you know what? I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And it's hard. It's hard if, if something like that happens. But thank the Lord for Uber. Amen. So until you, things like that, um, until you find a way to understand and know who it is that you're dealing with, you need to curve these certain acts of services in, in order to make sure that you are dealing with somebody that's worthy of your service. You don't have to receive everything. Right. You know, and, and, and it's hard to say no. Uh-huh. But you got to say no. Right. It's important to learn how to say no. Because if you're having a problem just saying no to a stranger, you're going to have even more of a problem saying no to somebody you're trying to get rid of. Ugh. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast, recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Help us spread the word by rating us, leaving a review, and sharing. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If this episode has helped you and you're ready to begin your personal journey to freedom, visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer live, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter at Ask the Martins. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.